Okay, the first year we're going to be speaking about first year today, called the first year of Kailo, is going to be about the Mem Sa'ah that you already all learned in Se'if Aleph, in the Turn of the Besiyasef, and in the Mechaber. If you didn't finish it yet, you will finish it in the next, uh, tomorrow, whatever it is. I'll give a share on what's the Cheshben of Mem Sa'ah, how do we get the whole idea of Mem Sa'ah. What I gave you is going to be referenced later in the shir. You don't have to look at it right now. It's a machzedeks and everything else. So just these are the, the things that you don't have svarim with you. So therefore, I gave them to you. Hopefully, one day we'll be able to get some machzedeks for everyone. There is a mishnah in mikvahs perik aleph mishnah zayin the milo mehem mikveh sheyesh bayar boim seo. It means there's different levels of mikvahs. The third one is mikveh sheyesh bayar boim seo. Shabbat Toivlin Umadvil. Mikveh, which means mikveh make shamim. It's 40 sa'ah, you could be toivel and everything. The higher than that, you have a mayim, which has a little bit of water, and you add it to it, mayim shuvim, and that becomes becomes like a mikveh that you could be retired in it. What is the shear of a mikveh, of make sham? So we have the rash and the rosh on the page over there. Seems like the Midairaise, the only shear of a mikveh is a revis. The minimum shear of mikveh is a revis. Anything more than that, as long as you could cover yourself with the with the water, you're fine. You have to have a revis. Revis is the minimum shear for mikveh of Meksham. If you don't have a revis, then you have a, if you don't have a revis, it's not a mikveh. And to cover yourself, it's a different din. You just can't table yourself halfway. So there's no such thing as a tevila halfway, so you have to have enough water to table to table whatever you're tabling in it to become tar. Then the rabbanon came and were mivato the din of revis, and uh, and it became a by himself. But midiraisa shir mikveh is a revis. It means according to the rash and the rosh, the. Before the bitul, before the chachamim mevatel, the din of revis, it applied both to people and to kelim, and only after they were and after they were mevatelet, they made the shear of mem sa'ah as a general shear for any mikveh of mekshamim. <laughs> the people who hold that this mikveh is a shear of mem sa'ah is only medivri seifrim. You have a toisvus in nazir that he writes, it's the, he writes over there, Be'adam la'olam ba'ya mem sa'a la'mikveh, Amar Rebidi mekomokim revis, ma'in lo'i betlu v'yochel ha'bil mechotim, ma'in afilu kol shehu, and he says, midi kotani mikveh mem sa'a, al-karchach bosar de betlu, ve'ikoidam lo'chein ga'am mikveh, tar be'revis. The way Tesis explains it is, he says that what we're talking about in that Gemara in Nazir, when he says mem sa'a, it's talking about bosar de betlu, after it was already cancelled, before it was, Cancel the mikveh is tarred in the revis. And then the Tesis continues, and you can't say that kaidim bittel, it's talking about a mikveh kaidim bittel in the Adam. And the Tesis explains over this. In Tesis, it's mashma that it's midi rabbanon. The shir of mem is midi rabbanon, midi raise, there's no such a thing as mem The lavosh also takes that approach that. He writes it very clearly. He says, "Mew le'omru ze elamid rabbanon." The shir of Mem says, "Mid rabbanon." The kra and the pasuk that we know from the Gemara that kol besaroi and the chachamim were mishael um, that it means amal uh, amal berum gimel amis, which becomes forty sa'ah, is asmachta be'almahu. It's just a asmachta to the din, and therefore it is not midiraisa. So you have right now the Lavush, the Taisvis, the Bach also holds that way, not in not in this uh, in the Simon and Simon Kufchov and it comes to Twilas Kalim. He writes, Nira the Divra Koil or Boim Sa'ad the Nida Ainal Midrabon, the cross Mahtabalmo. He writes the Divra Koil Smidrabon. And he understands that way from the Bisyasif and the Rambam and the Raivan. And also that he quotes the smag, which also follows that opinion. However, Rashi, um, Rashi holds in Psachim, seems like Rashi holds it in Because he says the Iko Revi is in, in Psachim, Yudzayna with Beis, he says the Iko Revi he says the Iko Revi is the Iko Teras Mikva, the Mechotim, the Midiraisa, the Mikabli Tumok, the Mikva, 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 the Mik
ולוי סבי מקווה מדאייסא. יחי כסיב על בואי מסעה בעוד עמוד יחסיבי. And, uh, and then he continues at the end of the same, and the same Rashi, how the, uh, the Bitlu reveals the mikveh, that Bilu Kalim Epochis Ma'a Ba'im Sa'al, he's talking about, he says, otherwise, it's, it's talking about the Rabbanim, when they revatel the reveals, it was talking about for Kalim, the Rabbanim revatel for Kalim. The Ravid also follows that approach that Mem Sa'al is Midiraisa, he also writes in Balei HaNefesh, he says, Hoda Amina Ba'im Sa'al, Mina Toyrehem, Tvilas Adam, he says that Darshinon, you learn it from a pasuk called Besorim Am Shkogu Fayelu Bohem Kederach Kovhoi Dainu Shalashames. But the Kalim is enough. El Shibitluach Achamim. When it comes to Kalim, Vano Shafu Kalim Bina Abayim Sel. Then Hashba also takes the same approach that Abayim Sel is Vartayro, and he says Loi Tema Der Abanon Der Zer Abanon VeKroyas Machta Ba'Am Etzon Yasmachta Der Aisem Mamish Hu. And what's the proof that the Rashi brings? An interesting proof. We know a rule that something you have something which is deraise, suffix deraise lechumer. You have something which is derabanan, suffix derabanan lechumer. You have a mission in mikvos, perik beis mishnah aleph, satome sheyorad litbayel, suffix tova, suffix lei tova, afilo tova, suffix yesh bar boim sa, suffix ein boy. Or you have two mikvos, echad yesh bar boim sa, echad shein boy tova, echad neven yedai beis neven tova sfeikoi tome. That's what the mishnah says. One of these three, and one of these three is about Abayim Sa'ah. So if the Mishnah tells you clearly that Abayim Sa'ah is fake Oitame, if it has less than Abayim Sa'ah, says, me this fake Oitame, Shvami not me dead, I say. And the Rajma says, obviously, it's a proof that the Mishnah holds as their Isa. The Lechem Vesimla has another proof. The Lechem Vesimla you have at the beginning, you have in the back of his form, the Lechem Vesimla, in the beginning of Simon Reish Aleph, the end of Sifkotten Aleph. He also explains, and he asks a big question on the Bach. He says, according to the Bach and the Lavush, they hold that the Gemara and Chagig is across Machtabalmahu. He says you have a big problem because the Gemara starts by saying, Ataris, Shur Mikveh, Vatmeis, Kadoshimina Sheretz. That he learned that, uh, that, uh, that, that uh, when it says that Yeshua Mashi Smoich, the Gemara over there in Chagig, that Tara is Shur Mikveh, Vatmeis, Kadoshimina Sheretz. Says so that anybody will come will even think that when it comes to Asheris, the Shur of Adosh is Midrabon, everybody knows Midrabon. So obviously you can't split and say that what it says in the Gemara there's Asmachtas, because if it's Asmachtas, it's Asmachtas, and then it's Derabonan for Mikvin, Derabonan for Adosh, and we know that Adosh is Midrabon. And the Chibur the Tahara, which you have, which I printed for you in this, in this booklet, after. Um, after the Tzemach Tzedek, the third page, he he also goes through, explains that it's the Raise. He brings a proof that it's from Chagiga. We're going to get to the Chibur Tahara later about something else. Let's we'll point out to you that he also holds the Raise. He says, and he even explains why the the people who hold the Zerabonim now not love Dafke fully means Zerabonim. So that is first thing is you have a Machlekes whether Abonim Sa'ah in the Mikveh is the Raise the Rabbanon. We have a some Rishonim holding one way, some Rishonim holding the other way, and uh, it's pretty much throughout the later ones. It's mostly it's, we, we take it that it's a dead ice. Sure, by himself for a mikveh is dead ice, for mikveh, not for a mayim. Ah? Everybody holds that kelim is mem some derabonus. Ah? By mikveh, by himself for Adam. Hmm? What's the bitlaw? The bitlaw is that they converted, they made the, they, they, they canceled the revis for, for a kalim. That was their raisa. But for everything else, was it a Now, there's a whole different sugi whether a boy saw is relevant in Mayan or not. I'm not going to go into it now. I'm not going to go into it now. That's the Tzemachzedek that you have over here that I printed for you the first thing if you want to go through it. Mishnah Zion. You don't have to learn all of them. You can skip the two in the middle. It's two long pages. The end of the Semach Tzedek, of this means on the, on the page 346, the end of it, he concludes, he concludes, this is the Chidush Shema Mikvah, it's not the Shansak Shumas. 
He brings all the shittas, and he concludes like this: Kavon, the Harbe Poiskim Rabim Vatsuim. This is um, right before Pedic Bays. You hold the. Uh, it's about. Uh, what seven, six or seven lines from the end of that paragraph? Talking about in the Mayan. Which is a separate, a separate uh, discussion if a Mayan is nifsal b'shuvim. Not today we're machmer and all these things, but saying is with that. I say. Um, we take the approach that it is a Mayan Memsa is the Rabbanon. And and that um, you don't have it's the din of memsa is not mandatory for Mayan and therefore you answer and definitely not that if a Mayan has more shuvim than uh, than the original Mayan that they should become possible through it. You go through. I didn't. I'm not going to go through this whole. Explain the whole tzemach now. It's a whole separate sugi for itself. Maybe one day we'll go through it. Now we're going to get, this is just the basic introduction. Now we're going to get to the actual discussion of what, how to get to Mensa. All this you already probably learned, you already knew everything that I told you until now. The Chachamim Maseches Chagiga, which you already all saw, say, Taharis. How do you know Taharis? What's the mocker for Taharis? Michtav Ksivan, Vlein Nitzelcho Elo Shur Mikva, the Loi Ksiva. Tanya, it says in the Pasuk, the Braisa says from the Pasuk, Berochatz Bamayim, it says, that's me, Mikva, it's called Besoro, Imaim Shekol Gufo Elobahim. And the Gemara says, "Kamohem, what's what's this?" Amal amo berum shalishamis v'shiaru chachamim meimikva b'imsel. It says, "What what is mayim shekol gufo elden?" The pasuk says, "Mayim shekol gufo elden b'hem v'kamohem." Amal shidet amal amo berum shalishamis and chachamim meshayar b'imsel. Where do you put the commas over here? What's if you say it's deiraisa? Where does it start deiraisa? Where does it start the rabbanon? Does does deiraisa end and after kol gufo elden b'hem? Or does it end after Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amis? Or does it end after Abayim Sa'am? What are the Chachamim Meshad over here? Bechol? means everybody knows that if you can take Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amis, you're going to end up with Abayim Sa'am. So what if Chachamim didn't have to be Meshad that Amal Amal becomes Abayim Sa'am? Also, Chachamim didn't have to be, you want to say there had to be Meshad, Shekol Gufo Elubahim? What Shekol Gufo Elubahim means, so you should have had Shekol Chachamim before, before the Kamalahim. So what, what is their Isa? What is their Abanon? What were the Meshad Bechal over here? What did they teach us? What did they learn from the Pasuk? What did they teach us? So the first thing you have a Toysus on that same page in Chagigin, Yudalaf and Mudalaf, the Maschel Amo. He says, What's the Cheshben of Amo? So the regular person is not Amo al Amo. Let's talk about in the days of Toysus. Today people are bigger, when those wider. Those days people were taller. Today people are wider. He says, what is the Amal Amo? A regular person is not more than a half Amo, max. At least at one of the dimensions. He says, in the other machzik Amo be'oivim al-bushim. thing is, when you calculate the Amo, he's talking about with, with his clothing. Why do you need it with his clothing? You don't go into the mikvah with your clothing. He doesn't explain. The next day, he says, explains Berum. He says, how do you get to Sholosh Amos? He says, other machzik dalad Amos kaima. In the mukh of Hashemait, in the kuch, in the erecha kuch dalad Amos. When you make the... To bury people, it's Dalad Amos. So, so how do you get to three Amos? He says, is You have three Amos except for the heads. Until the shoulders, it's, it's, it's three Amos. And uh, therefore, the height of the mikveh, the height of the water in the mikveh has to be three Amos. Nobody goes into the mikveh without uh, bending his head down. So you're, he's three Amos, then you put your head down into the mikveh and you're fine. Then you tie him. He puts his head down into the, into the mikveh. That means that what were the Chachamim Mashar over here? The Chachamim went and they, seems from Taishwis, what were the Shiru Chachamim? The Chachamim went, they saw what the average height of a person is with his clothing on, and they put that measurement in. So the Amal, Amal, Berum, Shalash Amas is, is where the Chachamim came. The Taylor says, Ko Gufo Elobahem. They went, they took an average height of the people, Shalash Amas without the head, 
And they said this is the width. Measure him with his clothing, it becomes the amal ama, and that's the that's the amount of water that you need in a mikvah. That is what it seems like from Taisus. I mean, that was a chacham or mashiach. There were mashiach this shear of amal ama for a regular person who is for an odom benani, an average person. You have a tashbitz. Um, I think it's in the book. Yeah, is there, is there a tashbitz in this book? Hello, gimel someone of gimel. I think it's in there. No, it should be in there. Is that what's in the list of Chulis? Huh? This one is Chulis also. Is the Rosh and the. No? So the truth from the Tashbits, uh, I'll print it out for tomorrow. Chile Gimel, Simon Ahmed Gimel. He says, Amal Amal Berum Shalishamis is Mefurish Betaira. And he explains, he says, That's how he understands it. The way he understands the Gemara. And he says, I explain to you in a different children. Rachamim came and said that Amal Amabirum, the Torah gives you the Amal Amabirum, and they converted it to Abu Himsel. Even somebody small, is that they have to be the shear of Amal converted it to And then he adds another point which is important that the Uka, the the toiling boy, the pit, when you go into the mikveh, you can't have the water all the way up to the level of the boil. Because then when you go into the water, all the water is going to come out of it. So you have to have enough water that even when you go into it, and even if some of the water is going to go out, um, the displacement, the person, whatever he, the water he displaces upwards is still going to be inside the mikveh. The water is not going to go anywhere. And then he, on this paragraph, he says about this, the Desdera and Amal Amal, he writes, I don't think anybody has any doubt about it. But it seems like other people do. We have a Chibur Tahara, which I mentioned to you before, which is inside, right after Tzemach Tzedek. And the Chibur Tahara, he brings, he brings that it's first he starts, is there by the way, the Chibur of Tahara was a was a enikol of the Altareva. Ura enikol, enikol Altareva is the Haran Stipler through the Chernobyl branch, and uh, he wrote a sefer on. Uh, he wrote a lot of sefer, but on Mikvahs he wrote a sefer called Chibur of Tahara, which has the first section is about Matilas Yadayim and the second section is about Mikvahs. I think I have. I think I bought one. I didn't buy one. I couldn't find the new print. I found the Nitzel Hochman. This is what I gave you copies of. So you have, he starts by saying that it's there. He starts, it's men, he explains the Swaras that's, that, that's Minatayre. And then, and then he says, but you have people that hold that it's Midrabonan. You have a Bini Yainan, Shutumikovet says they bring to Midr Bini Yainan. That says it's the Rabonan. And he's maksha on them. It can't be that it's, that, that is the Rabonan. Um, and that's the first column, and then and then he, and then he says that that uh, the lotion of tignu chachamim says mashma takanz chachamim says to me it seems like it's a lachle meishim So he says what's this what is what's this takanas chacham? He says the way they looked at it, Tamid Rabbeinu looked at it, is shiaru chachamim is that you don't need up until three hours. It means midday raise. You don't need that the water should be amal amal berum shalashamas. What you need is that after you go into the water, it will it will it will hit the level of gimel of of of, of gimel amas height. So it could be half the height if you're big enough. It will raise it. Will go up to gimel to, to shalashamas. Yeah, and he says lochem According to them, would have been enough. Twenty saw a person would go in if it's amal ama. The person would displace the water. It will go up to the height of three amas. That's what would have been midday And the Chachamim came and they said, no, 
we have to make that the cheshbon of amal amal berum shalosh amis is not with you inside the water; it's with you outside the water. So that's the takanas chacham. With you outside the water. According to these people that hold that that midirai say you don't need memsaot. So what was the takanas chacham in lashitosam? That there was the midirai say you had to hit the the shear of amal amal berum gimel amis. That's the that's midirai. So what the chacham come and say memsaot? You would think that you only need twenty saw, and then you go up with you go into the and you go into the pit. The water will go up to Gimelamis, and you're fine. This is no, that's not. You need the forty saw, which is without the person inside. That's the first. Uh, that's the first tereitz he gives after Leimah, in that page. Yeah. And then he goes the other discussions. We're going to go. We're not going to go into it right now. The next thing is you have a in, in the same booklet you have something called the Gulis Elias. I printed for you the whole. Uh, the sections it's Mahsadak in full and the and the and the Khibrotar of that page in full so you could review it later if you want. I don't have I'm not gonna read and translate it for you now. You have the Gulas Ilias. The Gulas Ilias was a Talmud of Sahsadak and he was a grandson of the Altareva's brother. So and he wrote a sefer on Mikvois called Gulas Ilias. The sefer is goes along the Seder of the Mishnayas. It's on my table whoever wants to look at it afterwards. Um, and in there, he, he all the halachas, he has a lot of interesting chidushim and halachas, but he all the writes it as a pirush in the Mishnayis, not as a, not as a halacha sefer. The poil he was a rav, and, uh, and his, uh, this book is a very important book when it comes to Mishnayis, and, and when it comes to Mikvahis, it's quoted by a lot of, uh, a lot of mechavim, except for the people who copy what he writes without, without uh, just copy what he says. The rest of the people actually quote him. So in this Perek Zion Mishnah Aleph, the only the, the the real complication over here is that the Gulis Ilias doesn't have normal uh, or, organization in the book. So this, what you're going to see here, this Aleph Veshura Baim Sa'ah, yeah, is part of the Gulis Ilias Perek Aleph, yeah, Mishnah Zion, Piska Aleph, which is not even here, and this is Ois Aleph. You have to keep track of, of to be able to find it. This is. Pelek Aleph, Mishnah Zayin, Piska Aleph, Ois Aleph. So he says like this, he says, The shear of Amal, Amal, Barum, Gimel, Amis, there's no way to say that it's there, Isa. You have to say that what Shia Ruchachamim is, this Amal Amal Barum Gimel Amis, the Torah tells you, a Torah Amra, Maim Shikogu Fele Bohem. That water, that the whole, the whole body goes into it. And Chazal, Tzim Tzimu Ashir, they made a Shir into a, into, they measured it into Amal Amal Barum Shalash Amis, Leipachis Vilayaisim. That's how they were Mishael. That this is the sheer, this is the amount of water that all your body is going to go into it to an average Adam Benini. Because he says, he brings a right that any shiurim that, that Chachamim bring in Gemara are all from, are all based on Adam Benini. And, uh, and, uh, and the, the, what the Chachamim said was, they went, he said, the Adam Benini is Amal Amal Berum Gimel Amis. And then Mashur Mem So what's the Mem Once you say Amal Amal Berum Shalosh Amis, you multiply Amal Amal by three Amis, you can end up with forty Sal. But the Shiaru Chachamim is on the Amal Amal Berum Gimel Amis. But Mashe Amru Be Mem So then you have we have a halacha that in if it's missing a kartuv, a small, a very small amount of water from the Mem he says, if it's if it's even a bit less than Gimel Am, Amal Amal by Gimel Amas, which is 40 Sa'ah, there's no Tevila even Midairais. Because Midairais, it's called Gufa Elobahem. The Chachamim tell you that this is the average amount of Kol Gufa Elobahem. So if you're going to go now and say that less than 40 Sa'ah, you have a mikvah less than 40 Sa'ah, Midairais is not kosher. Midairais is no Tevila. Because the Chacham just explained to you that this Amal Amal Berum Shalashamis is the is the height the Torah is talking, but you make it less. It's 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 a problem. So then he, now he asks the question. So now you know Amal Amal Berum Shalashamis. That's what the Chachamim thing said. And Shiur Memsa is an average. You multiply Amal Amal by three Amas, you get the Memsa. So why do you need Chacham and Bichal have to say Memsa? Why do we even have to say the Shiur of Memsa on the Gemara? Why the Gemara continue Shiur Chacham and Bar Boimsa? 
So he says, you have to understand how they were thinking back in those days. He says, For them it was easier to understand the measurement of Seah, of liquid, uh, of liquid measurements. You could measure, now that you know uh, how much, uh, you know how to measure a boim saw, you know what a boim saw is. A person would go, would, would dig a hole, would pour into it a boim saw, show him, and we'll see if it's, the hole is big enough or not. We'll drain it out, dig a little bit more, and get to the size that he needs. People then, they're not exactly sure how much is the ama. Ama is a measurement of your body. One person has one ama, one person has another ama. It will be complicated for people. Each person will have a different size mikveh. And it would be hard for them. If you tell them, you have to have a little bit of math knowledge to be able to convert the to a wider mikveh, to a narrower mikveh, to a taller mikveh, a shorter mikveh. Or if somebody has two amas wide and only has ama height. You have to be able to convert the, the measurements, to square the measurements differently. That will be more complicated than just being have a shear of liquid, pour it, fill it up, see if it fills up. If it's too much, you need a bigger hole, you dig a bigger hole. So therefore, in those days, they came and they said, uh, What does it mean, Abayim Sel? And the, and the Chachamim were the ones, it says now, it says, uh, uh, and also, he says, uh, he says, the um, uh, the main chiddush of Chacham, Ikra Shir Tzimtzum, Dibra Chachamenu, Amal Amal Berum Gimalam. So the Chacham came and what they were Mishael, what they did was the Amal Amal. That was their idea. It didn't come. It's not exactly the cause of the Amal Amal. It's their idea. And he says, today's day and age, when people actually know how to measure more often with Amis, with uh, with uh, with distance rather than with well, with liquid so uh, you have you have uh, in today's day and age it says to, today people are shrinking each person is uh, in in the in times of gemara adam benini what what today is adam benini in times of gemara was a short person and if you're going to do amal ama today it's not going to have the memsah, by himself tighter, according to the Amma of Meisha Rabbeinu. Because then they has the Amma, Amma six tefachim. So you measure six tefachim then. And you're going to measure six tefachim today. It's going to be much less. Today we might not have tefachim. So he says, no, even if there's no memsah, he says there's no chashash. Why? He says, because the Torah says, Ma'am Shekho Gufa Eile Bohem. Chazal said, Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amis. In every generation, it's Amal Amal in the height of Shalash Amis according to the average height of the people in that generation. If there will be, and he says, I guess, if the shear of Midaraisa of would have been 40 Sa'ah, it would have been enough to, it would not have been. Enough to do our own measurements of Amos. So the Chachamim tell you it's Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amos. It means it's an average, whatever the average height is. We didn't say other Raisa. Misha Kabbalah how you Amal Amal, but because he says no, the Kabbalah of what uh, what, what was learned from the pasuk is Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amos. The Chachamim tell you that in their generation Amal Amal Berum Shalash Amos came out there by himself, but today it could be less. Yeah, it goes both ways. It always goes both ways. Once you go that way, then it goes the other way also. But practically, a boy himself could fit a big person also. He's going to explain it soon. Is it also a regular country? Huh? Time or country? Yeah. Different countries have different, different kinds of different people. Different heights, for sure. It's not the Nagdim. Uh, it says, well, by going, if, if you're bigger, not shorter, you don't have that problem. Because he says... That's the same, the same question. He says that's an, he says that the, that the, that the, you have by a mayon, you need to be they have to be metal of a kosher, you have to have your whole body covering it. So what happens? Someone who's heavy and fat and tall, body shaman vegam godlo all all miles. He's healthy, he's he's heavyweight and he's also tall. For him, amal amal berum shalosh shamis is not going to be enough. But he's taller than the he's taller than the shalosh he's wider than the boy. So how is he going to go in there? And what's the shear going to be? 
So he says, he says, according to that, if you're going to say it's koshu, as I was asked yesterday, then the mind is going to be more chomer than the mikveh. Because by a mikveh, you say memsa. If you're going to go with memsa, is the shir that I say. And that's what the Chachavim taught us. Memsa is, that's the only shir that we have. And by a mayan, it's koshu, and you have to make It comes out, you have a big chidush now. That a mayan is more machmer than a, than a, than a, than a mikveh. A mikveh, it's enough 40 sa. By a mayan, that you need kosho, that you need to have kol gufayel ba'em. If a person is bigger, he's going to have a bigger. He's going to need more than more than forty saw. I mean, the, it's not covered in forty saw. Okay. What? We'll get to it in a second. Ah. So, so then he says, no. He says there's nothing to worry about. It. He says because even if someone who's heavy doesn't need that much more water, all you need to do is make the hole of the mikvah bigger. The amount of water, make it make it deeper, make it a little bit wider. Then the amount of water will be forty saw. When he'll go in, the water will rise, will cover his head. It's not going to be a problem. All he does is, the amount of water will surround him. He's bigger, so he's going to push the water higher and to the sides a little bit more. But it'll still end up going above his head. That cheer of 40, of, of Amal Amal, Barum Gimel Amis, will, every person that's going to go into there, regardless of what his size is, if he's small, and he's only like a quarter of the size of the mikveh in, in, in the weight, and in dimension, so he's going to make the mikveh taller by a quarter. If he's three quarters the size of the mikveh, huh? Can't be too big because then it won't cover anything. Right? No, it has to be that it goes above his head. You can't make it flat. But you have to make it. You make it taller or a little bit wider so he could fit in there. And he goes in, and the water will go up higher. He'll displace. If he's so big, he'll displace a lot more water. He'll displace a lot more water in a narrow place. He'll go up a lot higher. So all you have to do is make the mikveh deeper. So what is so what was the chacham? So what so again? So what was the chacham mishar? So he explains to so what's the amal amal berum gimelamis. They said that this area that would have that if a person would go into it would fill up with water. I think I mentioned it before. The person would go into it, it would fill up with water. That's amal amal berum shalash amis to be able to what's the height level? You have an average person that shalash amis. His height, that's how you you take him out of the picture, you measure that line, and then you fill that up with water. So it's not how much water is there with him inside, how much water is there without him inside. And that's what you need, the cheshbin, that you call it fully water. When you measure it, you measure as if his whole body is not there now. And that, that's how they made the cheshbin. They took the shear, they imagined the person is going to go in there, if you wouldn't, how much water do you have to cover? And you need to cover him when he tables. And then you take that amount. You imagine that he's not there. You make, you mark a line. And that's how you know where the make. That's what the Chachamim did. By a make shaman. And that's how they got to the Amalam. Berum, berum, shalashamis. So the, now he says, the Amalam, now he says regarding, he says that, uh, in Ois Beis of this same Gulas Ilyas, which is on the next page. Now he goes and explains what the shir of 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 Amal Amal Berum Gimel He says that the body of the person is Shalish Amis with his head. He explains that's how he understands it. When you make the Cheshbon, it's Shalish Amis with the head, not without that, with the head. And when the person uh, spreads his hands up, he pushes his hands up, that's going to be a little bit taller. But his shear of Gimel Amis is a person should be, it's, they took the, a, a person, average height of an average person, and that's what they measured, and the height of a person with his head is Shalash Amis. So now you have Taisu says that it's without his head. And the Gulas Ilya says it's with his head. So, which, uh, which way you go? The Gulas Ilya himself knows that Taisu says it. So the Gulas Ilya, you can jump two pages, and the Isaiah, he says that the MS, the Tesis are also right. We just we do two different types of calculations. He says they have the the Bala everybody knows how to do And they were they were holy people. So they us to come and say that we hold that the it's with with the head. Tesis says it's without the head. How is that gonna work together? So he says that the way the Tesis took the approach, Tesis went and said this, when it comes to in in Kalim, in Masech Tekelem and Mishnayis, 
they make, they calculate the Amma as five Tvachim, not six Tvachim. Taisva says, talking about Tahara, you have also over here the Amma is five Tvachim. So average person's height without his shoulders, without his head, according to Taisva, will be three, three Amas, which is five and five and five, is 15 Tvachim. His head would be three more Tvachim, becomes 18 Tvachim. That's the height of a person. And the and, and the Gula says the height of a person with a set is three tvachim because the Gula Siliyah calculates the way we calculate tvachim, which is six tvachim. The way we calculate amas, which is six tvachim. Six times three is eighteen, so you end up with the same number, anyways. But that's that's how he says there's no stilly between what the Gula says and what the Tesfus says. In in what I gave you, I'm not going to go through it. In what I gave you, there is the first seif of Avram Chaim Noe, the Tesfus Shulchan. Uh, he wrote a sefer called Shur Mikveh, and I gave you a copy of the first uh, staple, the first few pages. It's really the footnotes, it's the, his long footnotes. He explains, he goes through the whole thing at length. If you want uh, to spend time on it, you're more than welcome to do it. You don't have to. For a, a much shorter summary of this topic, of this topic is in Taras Mayim, which you all have, Simon Dalad. About three and a half pages in Talas Mayim. You could read through it. Talas Mayim is quite an easy book, especially after you learn a topic. You open it, open it Talas Mayim, you go through the topic that he references, and you recognize everything that he uh, that he spoke about. And that Sefer was written by also Lubavitcherov, Nisan Tulushkin, the Rav in America. He wrote this book on Mikvas. This is all. The sugya, the yisodus of the sugya of Rabbi Sa'ah. Now, how does that convert practically? You have a bunch of numbers. Now, what do we do with these numbers? As an introduction, when it comes to mikvahs, all Americans have to start acting like Europeans. That's the first introduction. That means Americans are used to measuring things with inches, miles, gallons, and none of the measurements would match. You can't multiply them because one is 12, one is 16. From weight to length to liquid is totally different. Pounds to, to gallons to, to, to inches, this doesn't, it's hard to calculate one to another. The European model of doing it, I grew up in South America, I also know it, is with centimeters. Centimeters is very easy. And you have one milliliter is the same as one, it would fit into the same place as one square millimeter, and it would weight, it would weigh that, that amount in, like in, in milligrams, one milligram. So, you know, the weight, the liquid, and the distance all matches up into one another, and it's multiplied by 10. So, one meter, a thousand milliliters, a thousand millimeters, which is 100 centimeters, it all works very easily. And it makes it much easier to make a cheshbon. So you have, very simple, yeah, I said you have a, you have a, you have a, you have a, a millimeter, 10 of those is a centimeter, and 100 centimeters is one meter. How does it apply to a mikveh? You take 10 Centimeters, take a simple calculation. 10 centimeters width by 10 centimeters length by 10 centimeters height. So it's 10 by 10 by 10 will become one liter and will weigh one kilo. So you know how much, based on your space, you know how much liters you have and how much weight is going to take also. Because the water also weighs. You're going to build a mix on the fifth floor. You have to know it's not going to take the building down with it based on how much based on how much water you put into it. So it's very easy. What you do is you take the centimeters, you measure them, you measure the height of your bird, you measure the width of your bird, you measure the length of your bird, and you multiply them one, one by the next one by the next one. So if you have a bird that's one meter long, means it's 100 centimeters long, by 100 centimeters wide, by 200 centimeters 
total. So you're going to multiply 100 by 100 by 200. And you're going to end up with 2,000 liters. So you know this is how much your bird has. And it weighs 2 tons. 2,000 kilos is 2 tons. And if you do 100 by 100 by 100 is 1,000 liters, which is 1 ton. It's very simple to make a cheshbon. Once you know what the shear mikveh is, you can also know if your bird is the right size or it's not. Maybe it's too big, maybe it's too small. You'll find out. When you measure it, you know what you're doing. So now, how do we get to the cheshbon? Now that you understand this measurement, or hopefully you understood what I just told you, because you're going to need to, and this is something which in Seder you're allowed to use in your calculators. You take on your cell phones for this. When I said you're not supposed to take on your cell phones, you could use it for this. The Beis Yosef says that the Amis that we calculate are Amis Shechtos. That means there are 24 and a half. You add a half an etzba to each Amma. So it becomes 24 and a half etzbois. And then he says, Oyle B'tishboides, you calculate, it becomes uh, 44,118 uh, fingers, etzbois, and a half. How do you get to this number? It's a very simple calculation because what I just explained to you now about multiplying height and multiplying length by width by height, you're going to get to that number. You take 24 and a half its boys, which is one ama, and you multiply it by 24 and a half. Then you take that number and you have to multiply it by three times 24 and a half. So that, that's 73 and a half. 24 and a half times three, 73 and a half. You're going to multiply 24 and a half by 24 and a half by 73 and a half. And you're going to end up with this number, 44,118 and 0.375, which is right under a half a etzba. And that is what the shach says, that it's a half a etzba minus, minus a half of minus an eighth. So that's 0.375. That's what you're going to get to that, to that number. So that's the difference. The, the Besiyosef didn't want to confuse you with that eighth minus. So he left it at a half. When you're going to take this calculation, you try it out yourself, you're going to see it's 24 and a half by 24 and a half by 73 and a half. Then you get the 20 to this 44,000. It's boys. We're going to get that. We're going to get to what what we what shiurim are. Before we get to the shiurim, how do you measure? Now you want to measure mikveh. You want to know if the mikveh has a shear. Before we get to what the shear is, let's just finish with how to measure the mikveh. You take a take a measuring tape, you measure how many centimeters is going up, how many centimeters is going to the length, how many centimeters is going to the width, and you multiply it. Problem is, this only works if the walls are straight and the floor is straight. If not, your whole calculation is, is going to be skewed, because you're going to measure if the, mikveh, the floor of the mikveh is like this, you're going to measure the height on this side, and you're going to calculate based on this side, this side is a shorter height, so you're losing, uh, you're losing, uh... so how do you calculate it? So you do is you take a level, I hope you know what a level is. Level, you see that the bubble's in the middle. You put a measuring laser on top of it. And you see, you make sure that it's straight. Then you measure one wall. Then you measure the other one, the other wall. Now you all the, the extra, that the twists that you have in the places are going to be, you don't count those in. You measure the, the, the perfect square that's inside your mikveh. You measure that, and that becomes your shear. You multiply, like I said, you multiply the centimeters, and you know how much liters you have inside. Right, then you have another, if, if you don't want to go with the, these ways, you have a, a more balabatish solution, which will take a little bit more time, but that's if you don't want to do the math. And that is that the Taras Mayim brings it in the name of the Chido. The Chido, when he was, uh, he was, uh, when he was a young Rav, they came with a Tzimchaim Shal, Simenayin Dalad, Ois Yutes. Taras Mayim in Simen in, in Hay brings it. He says that there was a, uh, they came, they, there, was, there was a mikveh which was emptied out before refilling, and people were complaining that it's, people were being ma'arid, maybe the mikveh is not kosher, and they, the chidah came up with this idea, he says, he took a, a, he, took a he, he made a certain vessel that was square, 10 by 10 etzbos, that's the size that he was going to use, and you fill it up 44 times, it's, uh, and then you get to the 44, uh, the, the amount of its voice, and you, it's a square. So it's the squares like that. And then you spill it, you fill it up 44 times and more. And then they poured it into the mikveh, they filled up the mikveh with that measuring cup. And then they saw if it had, if, if you poured into it the 44,118 its voice, 
and the mikvah is still is still not all the way to the top. You know, the mikvah was kosher before it was empty. That's what he did. And the Chachamim, he says, mm-hmm. The Rabbanim are very happy that he came up with this idea. There's a measuring cup and make sure that the mikvah is kosher. With measure, and they drained it, and they said it was kosher. So this is how you measure mikvah. What shiurim do we use? I said, what shiurim do we use? Each one of you has a tikkun mikvah. If you have in front of you, we're going to open it up because we're going to go through it now. Get your tikkuni mikvahs. Everybody get your tikkuni mikvahs. And when everybody has it, we will uh, we will go through it. I know, I didn't. Page Kuf Chavches is Perek Yud. Here you have these four shiurim. It's a separate topic. We're not going to go in details now, but the Altarebbe has shiurim that were the measurements, koidem chazare, after chazare, when the measurements were bigger, after chazare, when you changed, the measurements became smaller. In tikkune hamikveh, you're going to go through it, it's in over here, tikkuni mikvah. That's in, uh, you have over here. You have what, what each etzba is according to the kodem chazare. Is each etzba is between two and a half? It's around two and a half to two point six centimeters. That's the first two shiurim. It's different ways of exactly calculating based on taking the Russian measurements and uh, converting them to, to centimeters. There is four ways, there's five ways in Al-Tarebbe. The first five boxes are all in Al-Tarebbe. Two of them Kredim Chazare, three of them after Chazare. So he gives, he he's gives you all, all the, before Chazare it's about 2.5 till 2.9. After Chazare is between 2.16 and 2.22. And the uh, Chaim Noah takes even a little bit smaller after Chazara, he says that it's two centimeters. He said, well, we, we Paskin is like Chaim Noah that a etzba is two centimeters, and and the, you're going to take the etz, etzbas and you're going to multiply it. Take the same cheshmet you're going to do. You take a, it's take a little bit more work on your calculator, but it's still going to end up in the same place. You have to multiply twenty-four and a half. That's that's bus for one dimension by two. Then you get one wall, and then twenty-four and a half for the other dimension, then seventy-three and a half, three times twenty-four and a half for the third dimension. You multiply each one by two. Then you're gonna get how much centimeters this amal amo by amo is, and then you multiply those centimeters one to another. You're gonna get to how many liters it is. You could do this calculation yourself also afterwards if you want. I'm going to explain to you after that I do these calculations. So he, the way you have the first, the first, he, he explains over here. It's, it's an important thing to go through. It's, I'm not, uh, so I don't want to go through it right now to go through the topic of Kedem Chazara and Achar Chazara of the Alter Rebbe. I'm just pointing out to you, it's in this Sefer. It's pretty easily written. written you can go through it. Um, and you have, and then you have a shear of a tzemach tzedek, which is a little bit, which is a little bit uh, tzemach tzedek and a gulas ilias, which is very similar to the Alter Rebbe's shear after Chazara. And then you have the shear of the Rebbe Rashab which is what I'm going to focus on now. That's on page Kuflam Dalit. 
What? Which page are you looking at? You, uh, you always add you always add more than uh, than what the numbers are. Mikvah Medina is if you're going to multiply the exact uh, the exact exposed, that's the number you're going that's the number you're going to get. He says, the Alter Rebbe, if you're going to go further in the same in page Kuf Chavtes, you see, Tikkun Mikvah of the Alter Rebbe, he says, he was Moisif Le'erech Eshtus. Yeah? A, a, another six. So you take all these Mikvahs Lemaisa, and you add to each one a six, you're going to end up between the Mikvah Medina and the Mikvah Lemaisa. You add a six to all the Shiurim. That's an in Ois Aleph and Page Kuf Chavtes. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you have to build a mikvah in a place where you don't have that amount of space, you're going to build it according to the Chaim, not the smallest shear. You're not going to build, uh, you're not, you yourself should not be building such a mikvah. Saying is, if you're in a situation, in a place where there's no other way around it, then you have to know the smallest shear that we hold of. The smallest shear we hold of is the Chaim Noah's shear of two centimeters for an etzba, and that's the shear you're going to do. Hmm? That's the mikvah Medina. No, you don't. You go be yitzah all the shittas. That's the mefirish. It's a machzeliv. You yitzah all the shittas that you that you're able to. All the chumras, all the shittas. That's the chatchila. But you're in a situation where you're in a place, and there's a not you on shluchas, but you're, you visit a place, and there is a and there is a community which needs a mikvah. You're only going to be there for one day, and have to build something, and the amount of space that they have over there is a small space. So you'll build the smallest mikvah you can build. In the shortest amount of time, with that hole, you'll dig whatever hole you have to dig, and that's going to be the size you take, the smallest size that you need to do. Or if it's in a place where there's only a small, you can't build such a big, uh, such a big mikvah. Nothing you can do about it. In somebody's house, you know, there's the only place you go. Some places you have, you can't dig so deep. You dig too deep, you're going to end up in the ocean. Some islands, you have to know each place is different. So you have to know what the shear is. Lamaisa, what do we do? We follow the Rebbe Rashav's shear. That's on page Kufalam. That's what you want to focus on now. The measurements of the Rebbe Rashab's mikvah we know from Rabbi Yankel Landau's Rashime on what the Rebbe Rashab's mikvah was. And over there he writes, Esmidas ha'amol mikveh ha'yechoyshev chakad munav gamziyah the Rebbe Rashab kakleit ha'midas abo which is a Russian measurement. Shem oilim bemidas a meter the schum shall sixty two point three centimeters. Shur mik for the fizehu seven twenty six seven hundred twenty six liter mayim bekiro. The way Bianca Lando says it says it's fourteen vierskes, which is about each one, uh, which which is about sixty two point three centimeters. That is. The Amma that the Rebbe Rashab used for it. Huh? Yeah. And the way and the way this calculation goes, you're gonna look at it, it's quite similar to the biggest to, to the bigger shear of the Al Tereb and Page Kufchovchez Khaidim Khazar. In Mikva Medina, the second one of Page Kufchovchez, Mikva Medina, the number the second one is 722.97 liters. It means you're off by about three liters. That's it. Between one measurement and the other measurement. This means the shear that the Rebbe Rashab took seems like it's the shear of, of the Alte Rebbe Koydem Chazare, Lahachmir, and then and then that's that's. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's one way of doing it, and if you add, it means you add a little bit to it. The shtus, you end up with that amount of seven hundred and twenty-three liters. Can I ask you, how do you get again from the centimeter to the meter? You take the length and breadth of the height, yeah, become the centimeter squared. How do you get from that to the meter? You multiply you multiply centimeters length by centimeters width, 
a centimeter's height and yeah. divide it by a thousand. I take off the last That's three digits hour. after the comma, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know how many liters you have there. Because you're going to multiply a thousand, a uh, hundred centimeters by a hundred centimeters by a hundred centimeters, you're going to end up with a million. You take off the, the three last digits before the dot, before the decimal, you end up with a thousand. So you divide it by a thousand also. Same way, you get the same number. So the shear of the Rebbe Rashab is about 726 liters for a boy himself. The Rebbe Rashab added another thing. That, that the bottom boy should have a shear kofel. You double the bottom boy. In case, because there was no filters in the Rebbe Rashab's days, and they had to empty out the boy or whatever. They didn't empty out the bottom boy every day to clean it. So people go in there, and they weren't totally clean. So earth and uh, other things would go, it would sink to the bottom bird. And with time, the bottom bird would have a layer of earth and other dirt on the bottom, and the shear of the bottom bird would be less. Huh? Today we don't change. We do it. So the said to do it to shear kafu. That's what we do. And we'll explain soon. This is the way Rabbi Yankalanda explains was the reason was in case it's going to be dirt, it's going to be less. So we so we wanted to do it, we wanted to do it like that. So there should always be one shear for sure over there. What's interesting is in the same Tashbits that I mentioned to you before, Khila Gimel, Simon Ahmed Gimel, when he mentions a shiurim of mikveh. He says Tashbits was many years before the Rebbe Rasha. And uh, many, many years. He says, when he talks about Shirov Mikvah, he says, the measurements I'm telling you about Amal is only if you have to make it so tight that you have no other way around it. If you're going to make it bigger, somehow it's going to become possible. But only one person going to the mikveh at a time. You have to make a small mikveh. If you're in a situation where you can make a bigger mikveh, they call And he writes, So he already says, you make the shear double. Please double than what uh, what it is. So, I don't know what the reason of that, but Ashav is, but I can tell you that there is other sources many years before which already write that that is the custom of Baal Nefesh to make the shear double. The Ashav made the bottom bird as a double the shear, and that's how when we build mikvahs today, we make the bottom bird double the shear, which is about 14, 726 times 2 is about 1450 liters. Uh, of what? Well, there's no takon of the Rebbe Rashab and had much water to put on the side. But you have to have it by yourself. You, you want to make a lot because it changes much more often than the bottom bird. The higher according to the logic of this, you would make it more. Yeah, for sure. More than double. Because it changes more often than the bottom bird. The water will change every time you connect. Today, we're saying is you're talking about today or then. Then that would make the would make sense if you're able to make a big bird. Today, the reason we make the bottom bird double, I don't know the reason. That the Rebbe Hashem says to do it. Huh? Tashma doesn't say what the reason is. It's Baal Nefer should make it. Yarav b'shurim lots of they lots of they call suffolk. You have no sfekas of anything. What specific sfekas? You could always come up with a suffolk. Maybe the shear is not big enough. Maybe some water removed. Maybe some water changed. You don't know. Maybe it got dirty. There's no way of knowing. Now, practically speaking, if you're going to make a mikvah, which is exactly 1450 liters, you're going to take a, uh, like I told you, you convert it. 1,000 liters is, is, is 100 centimeters by 100 centimeters by 100 centimeters. You want to make it 1450, you're going to add another 45 centimeters on the height, and it's going to become that, that measurement. And so now you're going to take that mikvah, 1450, exactly, you're going to build such a bird. If you're going to have a leak, before the bird is ready, and you have to retile the, you have to re, 
put concrete where the leak is or put sealant, the shear of the Bayer becomes smaller. And now you're less than the double shear. So when you build it, build it as, make it for 1500 liters. Then you cover, you know, you have enough leeway in case something goes wrong. You have a few, a few, a few liters of leeway to, to move, to move, uh, to move around. You're not going to end up with, you're not going to end up in trouble. You have an extra 50 liters to play with. If you have to add another layer of, of, uh, of waterproofing, if you have to put more concrete in a certain place, if the concrete rose a little bit when it was poured, it wasn't properly uh, poured, so it's, there's a bump in the middle. You have enough space for mistakes. So that's how we measure the Boim Sa'olamaisa. Now, in the last page of what I gave you, of this booklet, there is from Shur Mikveh. It starts in, it's it's three pages total. It starts page Kuf Mem Vav, Sikum Hashitais. Put the next one. Page Kuf Mem Vav, Sikum Hashitais. If you want to go through, you have 30, six shittas and what's considered a etzba and a, a, a good etzba and if you want to know the, the gap between one and the other one you obviously if you want to do the multiplication the smallest the first shear that he mentions and a good was 18.5 millimeters yeah which is 1.85 centimeters you know you have millimeters you have to divide by 10. So, and if an etzba is one is eighteen point five millimeters, which is one point eight five centimeters, and you do the calculation of multiply that by twenty four and a half, because that's uh, you take that etzba, you multiply twenty four and a half for the width, and twenty four and a half for the length, and seventy three and a half for the height. The total amount of liters you're going to have in this mikvah is two hundred and seventy nine. liters, according to the smallest shear over here. And you go to the biggest shear, and you do the same calculation that I just told you. That an agudo is 29.6325 millimeters, which means 2.96 centimeters. And you're going to do the same multiplication. You're going to add to the shear of a boim is 1,244 liters. So the gap, huh? Um, huh? What? Which one? Which one are you looking at? Yes, three eighty-seven. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a, it's a uh, the commas. The, the, the numbers got switched. It's supposed to be three three one comma seventy-eight. Three three one point seven eight. Because they put a comma instead of a dot, so the 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 number got uh, flipped over in the book. You might as well correct it. It's supposed to be three three one point seven eight. Yeah, it's not seventy eight liters. No. So now, if you want, this is pretty much what I explained to you in in uh, the practical aspect of it. Yes, that there's a lot more that could be talked about in each sogir, but. Uh, for now, this is pretty much all that I uh, wanted to explain for today. This, the Yisraelis of Mem Samed Rabbanon Deraise. What was Sheru Chachamim? And specifically, whether Sheru Chachamim the Amal Amor, Sheru Chachamim the Mem Sa'ah. And, uh, and uh, obviously, there's differences which you're not going to go into. You can always find Nafkeminas if you hold what the Shir is. We saw one of them. If you say that the Shir of Chachamim, that the Chachamim were the ones who measured Amal Amal, Berum Shalish Amais, or the Chachamim measured 40 Sa'ah, then the difference would be if a person is shorter or a person is taller, do you have to adjust the measurements accordingly? If the world changed, what the Bain and what the Adam Bain and the is in today's day and today's day and age. It's interesting in the Shach that you have one of the Shachs that you either learned today or you're going to be learning, hopefully today. There is whatever he when he mentions what an Amal is, he tells you. It's two shoes, two shoes of Adam Benami. He doesn't tell you any other measurements. So two shoes of Adam Benami. And here's the Mari Veil. He brings the Mari Veil. In his generation, that was how you measured an Amal. So 
could be he measured an amma according to his in his generation could have been smaller than what we what we know today. Could have been smaller than the time of the Gemara also. But if, if the shear is amal amal berum shalish amis, and that is the, what the Chachamim tell you how to measure a mikveh that should be kasher midaynaise, then then by every generation it would be different. But today we and we anyways don't go based on all these. Uh, all these, uh, what's the average height of a person to make a, a, a mikveh? We have the shiurim that are set up based on the way that Rebbe Rashab, that's much more than, than, than what covers uh, even the biggest person today, and that's the shiurim that we use. The only time that we do consider the average height of a person is when building a boat, you have to make that the water level, the way the, the Alter Rebbe mentions, let me just specifically say it in a second find a specific Russian page you doubt in Tekunimik voice in the red book this is Tekunimik Mikveh of the Al-Tarebe the Al-Tarebe wrote that to make the Mikveh one day we're going to get to, to also explain what it is just want to point out one Nikud over here the first words the height of the mikveh where you're traveling has to be a half an amma above the tibura, above the, the midpoint, the belly button. So now, this is where if you're going to make a mikveh, which is exactly, the, which is in, the, in a tight place, and you're going to have to know what the average height of woman in that country is to be able to add a half amma in Malatibura. You can't make it stump. The average height, based on that, you would know you would know what it is. That's what that's when it comes into play. Because over here it's not a shear that the Torah says of, of a Bahimsa, it's a shear of building the height of the mikveh that the person should be able to toivel with with his body being able to not be uh, not be uh, no folds on the body, and that way it's not going to be. Oh, the whole body goes into the water without a problem. So that's the that is that uh, that uh, share each 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 place. You look each generation, each country. The there, there might be differences a little bit. You don't have to calculate each. You don't have to start measuring before you build a mikvah in your town. Go and start measuring. But there is average height of women in in countries, and you would know the fiatich how to do. How to do it now? Just you should know. Any time we measure Amis and Tfachim and everything else that's related to mikvah, not to the shear of water, we follow Chaim Noah's shear of two centimeters for for etzba, eight centimeters for a tefach. The only place you go the bigger shear is when it comes to the water, rainwater. But when we're going to be discussing Hamshochah Gimel Tfachim Bekarka or Shefer Sanoi or Tefach Al Tefach hole in the bottom of the mikvah. All those measurements, or the height of seven tefachim that you need to have a minimum height in certain situations, that also Alter Rebbe mentions about something else. Uh, all those tefachim, we don't follow the tefach the way you do uh, the Rebbe Rashab's mikvah. We don't follow the amma based on the Rebbe Rashab's shear of uh, seven hundred and twenty-six liters. That shear, the bigger shear. You follow based on the standard shear that we accepted, the Chaimner shear of two centimeters. Okay, so everyone, continue where you, continue from where um, continue from where you hold.